Welcome to the podcast uh, where the girls are uh, the guru and we are going to steal the moon. Podcast episode episode nine. I talk about spiritual warfare. I don't remember that one. I don't I, either. I, listen, <laughs> I listened to that on the way here too. Anyways, so. um, yeah. Uh, what's something about me? I'm leaving for college in like two weeks. Not gonna say where because this is going out to so many people. Yeah. I have like 500 listeners almost. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. okay tell me this beforehand. <laughs> okay. Okay, Benji. I am Ben. I'm gonna be a senior. Uh, something about myself. Oh, my bad. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm a senior. I'm playing – I play baseball. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've been going to the Ridge, Austin Ridge, for, like, since fifth grade. So, yeah. Uh, my name is Bailey. Uh, I lead the students at Dripping Springs Austin yeah. Ridge Campus. Uh, and I'm just really grateful to be here and talk about waiting. And I've been married for six months. Dubs. Hey. It's more than me. start with Isaiah 40, um, specifically verses 28 through 31. I feel like 31 has become a very, like, it's become a basic scripture. I hate to be that person, but I feel like it's been utilized a lot as, you know, they who wait for the Lord shall really, it's so basic, but like the context behind it is so important. So I'm going to start with that, uh, but the verses before it. It says, have you not known, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall be shall fall exhausted. exhausted. Wow, words. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Am I going to keep going? You're welcome to. All right, so I think... I think one of the things that when it comes to waiting is the question is, what does it mean to wait on the Lord? But not even just what does it mean, what does it look like? Um, and I feel like when it comes to, I feel like when it comes to scripture, I always like to go from the, what we just talked about, but to a little before that. So Isaiah 40, 31 is a focus, but what happens before that, what happens after that? So when it, if we read early on, it says, have you not known, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, he does not grow faint or grow weary. And it's just like it's already telling us that the Lord does not grow faint, he does not grow weary. And if you look after verse 31, the title of chapter 41 says, fear not, for I am with you. So it's almost like this sweet reminder that before the waiting, in the waiting, and after waiting, the Lord is with you. It's like he's in the, he's in the middle, he's before it. 
he's after it. You know, he's Alpha and Omega. We know that to be true. And so I feel like, like the way it's written in Isaiah is like reminding us also like to fear not in the waiting, but to trust in the midst of the waiting. So the key point that I think about is what does it mean to wait on the Lord? And I feel like it's trusting that he's got it more than you think you do. Yeah. I also think there's just an aspect of literally just kind of standing there. Mm-hmm. Waiting till you like, he literally opens a path. Um, in Exodus, you see this is one of the first tests that Israel kind of goes through. And I don't like the word test very much as opportunity, because that's kind of what it is. It's an opportunity mm-hmm. for us to kind of fully just trust and wait in the Lord. So basically, you go through all these plagues, right? And then Pharaoh's finally like, you know what? I have a bunch of my firstborn children just died. I'm going to let y'all let y'all go. And so God leads them not through the land of the Philistines, but instead he goes through like the wilderness and through that area. And he led them to the desert, to the Red Sea. And he did that because he knew that the Israelites would freak out when they see a bunch of war. So he's not like blind to the fact that like we freak out, that when there's a crazy challenge in front of us, he, he's not blind to that fact. I, I, you know, sorry. No, you, you, you're good. I was just reading, I was looking back at like, kind of like the Red Sea, specifically what I'm thinking about is the scripture later on, like it's in verses 10 through 10 through 15. Yeah. Uh, I, the way the Israelites respond, uh, they say to Moses, is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you've taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us in bringing us out of Egypt? Is not this what we said to you in Egypt? Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. Yeah. And I feel like the, the image that's painted is like when it comes to waiting, we often struggle to be patient in the waiting because it's so hard to see the deliverance yeah. of the Lord in the waiting. Especially when there are 600 chariots. Mm-hmm. Pulling up right behind, right, you. right behind. You're gonna die. Like, like, <laughs> like. I, we need to like. I feel like a lot of times we read this story and we're like, Israel. They're like, what a bunch of babies. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're on, immature. Y'all. But then it's like. But then you're like really think about it. And you're like, yeah. these people have been enslaved. Most of them for all their lives. Mm-hmm. All of them for all their lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, yeah, all of them for all yeah. their lives. Mm-hmm. They just got freed. Mm-hmm. They're out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, I would even argue, would are fully like believe in the god yahweh mm-hmm. and there's 600 chariots coming out like coming right from behind them and the next thing there's it's dark and there's a sea that's mm-hmm. crazy like there's yeah. waves and stuff and you're like what am i supposed to do yeah am i supposed to run mm-hmm. and they, they're like their question is like okay well then i should just die yeah and the, i should just i should have just died in in is, egypt but now yeah. you're gonna have me die in the wilderness so it's like i feel like the the frustration they have is something that we face it's like on such well, a smaller level. Such a small out. level. And we're like, we're waiting, and we're waiting, and we're like, oh, this sucks. I'd rather just go back to where I was before yeah. than even in the midst of the wait. Like, I'd rather just go back and struggle before and, than be in the wait. And it's really interesting, like, kind of what God tells them to do, mm. which is literally just to stand there. Mm-hmm. He said, and, Mo- and verse 13, and Moses said to the people, you must not be afraid. Stand still mm-hmm. and see the salvation of Yahweh which he will accomplish for you today because the Egyptians whom you see today, you will never see again. Yahweh will fight for you and you must be quiet. No. Like it's literally says stand still. 
That also goes back to like what Bailey was kind of saying at the very beginning, like why, like how do we wait for the Lord, right? Because the first thing is yes, we, like the Bible talks about a lot, like how what God has in store for us is so much better than what we could ever want. Mm-hmm. But the first thing we always need to do is surrender ourselves, and mm-hmm. then like the want, the desire. I mean, that's what it says right there. Like, yeah. th- they could, I mean, they could not trust God and just mm-hmm. try to go fight with six hundred chariots, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not that was not an option. They realistically, could, they could run. They, they can literally just mm-hmm. run. Yeah. And they're, God's not like, hey, go run around in circles yeah. and pray that you ask me not to die. Mm-hmm. He's like, stand still and mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. And then pretty soon after, God reveals the path out. Mm-hmm. He opens up the waters. And then in Psalms twenty-seven fourteen it says, wait for the Lord, be strong, and take mm-hmm. heart, and wait for the Lord. So, I mean, he even talks, it's not even just in Exodus, right? I mean, the Bible reinforces of how waiting for the Lord. I mean, Typically, if you think about waiting, you don't think about doing other stuff uh, as waiting, right? You think about staying still or waiting, waiting in a doctor's office for the doctor to come in, right? That's like waiting, being still, mm-hmm. not like what the. But it's like being patient in that yeah. waiting, yeah. Because you could be frustrated or stressed in a doctor's appointment because you're like you're waiting to go in the doctor's office. You're like, oh my gosh, I want to go, and what's going to happen? You're waiting to hear back from results. You're waiting to hear results, and you're stressing it. So it's like. It's like, what do you do while you wait? What is your response in the waiting? And Romans twelve twelve actually like says what that response would be like: rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Mm-hmm. So I mean, rejoice is the first one. Worship. Yeah. It's like worship in the waiting, and I feel like oftentimes it's easier said than done. Especially when there's six hundred chariots. <laughs> yeah, especially when there's stuff coming at you, and you feel like you're about to die. But I mean, like, e- let's even go back further. We have to think that the Old Testament was like prophesying Jesus and oh, they yeah. waited for Jesus like they waited so hundreds it's like waiting is such an important part of scripture because people waited hundreds to thousands of years when is Jesus coming where's the Messiah when's it happening and how's, that gonna look? how's it gonna look what when is it gonna happen so it's like they waited so long for Jesus to come I mean that's why in Hebrews um, I believe it's Hebrews 11 Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I know it is. It's Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, it talks about the heroes of the faith. And it says, though they did not receive what they promised, which was, we, we got that promise. We got Jesus, our Lord and Savior. We didn't have to, we didn't have to, to make sacrifices in such a brutal way, but like Jesus came and made that for us. And they waited on that and they never got that. They never received what they promised, but they had the faith in that. So it's like in the worry, in the waiting, it's to, to like worship. It's to have faith. It's to see the salvation of the Lord. Yeah. It's to see that and and take heart. Take heart of the salvation it of the Lord. Literally says in verses thirteen, you must not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. I, I have a question for you, for y'all. Do y'all think that we have to? We can't. Do you think? We have to stand still to truly see the salvation of Yahweh. Like, can we be moving and doing all these things and trying to do it our way to see? Yeah, like I, Jesus. I think it's the heart that you have when you're doing stuff. Okay. Because I mean, right? Staying still doesn't. I mean, you don't. Have, you can stand still, but I mean, you can still go to church, right? You can still mm-hmm. wor- uh, worship with your believers. I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like is your heart standing still, or are you going to look for different things? Like, am I looking? Like, for this example, am I running away to try to find salvation on my own, but I'm not? Mm. Like, is that 
Is there something there? Mm. Or am I just kind of like digging an empty hole? You, you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got it, baby. You got it. I, I feel like <laughs> I, I'm almost there with something. I feel like it really, it really just depends on the heart posture. So it's like if I, I'm gonna use a past example. So when I was when I was single, I chose to 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 date and to go around dating and be like, okay, I want to I want to I want to meet my wife. That's what I want to do, meet my my future spouse. And so in that dating though, there was a time where it, I my heart was still in a lust position. Mm-hmm. So it's like my heart was not in the right place to even be considered to be a husband or to be even thinking about really knowing what it means to be a husband to have a wife. And so I feel like when the Lord was removing that and pruning and refining and sanctifying that and, and sanctifying sin out, mm-hmm. the Lord's like, all right, like keep seeking me in that heart. So I feel like it, it really is a heart posture. I mean, that's why Proverbs tells us to guard your heart above all yeah. else. So it's like even in the waiting, like how are you guarding your, even your own heart? So it's like, are you filling yourself with things that are of like of the Lord so that way while you're waiting, you're not losing the hope that you have in the Lord. So is standing still an action or a heart posture? A heart posture, for uh, sure. I agree. I don't, I don't, I think physically, it's like, or it's like, or it's like, if even to the point where you're like, you're waiting to hear back from the Lord about something, you're waiting on the Lord, and you're like, well, I'll just wait, I'm not going to go to church. It's like, no, you <laughs> psychopath, no, you got to go to church. Or it's like, for student ministry, I read the word it's, 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 or it's like, it's like students, they're like, well, I don't need to go to church, I'll just read my Bible. It's like, no, 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 no. You're not going to read your Bible. Yeah, you're not going to read your Bible. You're probably going to go on TikTok for five hours and think it's going to fill you up more than enough. Sorry to call people out now, but it's true. I think people will, like, will literally waste time and do, ooh, people waste time in the waiting, and they're wasting time by doing the things that, that they can genuinely be seeking the Lord in. So I feel like the heart posture is what's going to be more important than your physical posture. So standing still is a heart posture, and mm-hmm. then in that heart posture, we can see the salvation of God. Yeah, and I think I even know. in the middle of that heart posture, what are your actions? What is your response? What is your response? Are you are you genuinely having your heart posture standing still and not doing anything? Because then I'd be like, okay, are you being lazy? Yeah. And you're just expecting, and you're and it's not a bad thing to expect, but it's like it's like to the point of are you forgetting that the Lord calls us to certain things and commands us to go out and do things? It's like, I don't think the Lord's going to be like, hey, listen, you know, wait on me. I mean, maybe and don't go to church and don't go don't go to fellowship, don't have community. Really? Maybe in some TikTok, examples, though. I'm really losing in you sitting on. Do you know those, like, 30 second clips of a preacher speaking in Instagram Come on. context? You have no idea how much I'm losing in that little moment. I right. will say, though, I think there are, there are some situations where you just need to, like, wait. Oh, yeah. Like in this one. Well, yeah, physically, like, they're like, like, uh, like uh, all right. do I go drown in this I, litter I, I or do I get slain by sword? I think it's dependent on the situation. I agree. I do think but it's like... I think there's more so the heart posture that's mm-hmm. important. Good, 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 good. We're killing so it. So I want to briefly just highlight... Um, highlight it. Come on. <laughs> After this is all done... What happens is, is they sing a song mm-hmm. after the after they waited and, they and God showed. They sit back and rejoice, and they talk about how cool God is, <laughs> like straight up, and they describe it in beautiful ways. You know, what my question would be, I'm and sorry. then it also gets prophetic towards the end of it too. 
I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm so Anyways, sorry. that's just a weird Bible. I was just like thinking about like they they. I would love to ask this question because I don't want to get to eternity. But it's like, why couldn't you worship while you were waiting? Yeah. And I think that's the question we need to ask ourselves is why can't we worship while we're waiting? Also, if you look at that story in Exodus, they're worshiping in 15. Mm-hmm. You look at 16, all of a sudden they're complaining. Yeah, and I'm like, dude. And like, I'm like, dude, <laughs> you literally were just singing praises to God. Why are you going off and you're complaining but, again? And it even goes to the point where like if we – Well, because they didn't have – Alright, well, suck it up. Alright, real question. Real question. And I thought about this when we were reading this. When was the last time y'all haven't had water for a day? South Padre. Sorry. So often. I don't drink enough water. I love water. You're drinking something. These people literally haven't had anything to drink in in days. Well, hold on. So I feel like we give them, again, I feel like we continue to give these Israelites a bad rap when their situation is so oh. much harder and if you look than at our us, situation yeah. and we freak out when we don't get food in the 30 minutes like i mean you and food I, We're, dude, <laughs> don't have me like that man. you said that last episode in your podcast i i think one of the things is we are <coughs> so comfortable oh we're so comfortable we're way too comfortable it's killing us it's been killing us for years you say this all the time we're not comfortable we're, com- comfortable. we're comfortable yeah. and judgy yeah. Oh, we're extremely judging. We, we sit back and we judge Israelites for not worshiping Jesus when there are 600 chariots at them and they've been in slavery all their life. And it's like, look at us. We don't worship in the middle of trying to get a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Exactly. And a drive through. It's like, oh my gosh, this line. We have, we have to wait 20 minutes to order. What the heck am I doing here? Let's just leave. And it's like to the point where it's like, right. I'm so sorry, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast does not endorse Chick-fil-A in any way, shape, or form. Uh, no, but it's like, uh, it's like we're waiting in line for a drive through and this is, I love how we're, we're bouncing between like super topical and super scriptural. No, it's all topical. It's Fair point. Um, it's not stressed. Uh, so, like, I feel like though, oftentimes, because this is a real world example, I feel like we'll get into a drive through and the line is super long, and we're getting frustrated because we're like, we gotta be somewhere, and we're like, oh my gosh, we really gotta be somewhere. Or it's like, we're really impatient, we're like, come on, let's get the line going. And we complain. And then as soon as we get the food, we're like, oh, happy dance. But it's like, what if in the middle of that, instead of being like, gosh, just like taking forever. Say, Jesus, thank you for this chicken. Like, we straight up thank God. And then, but then, why do, the food, but then here's but the 30 minutes before while we're we waiting, don't thank God. we are literally like, we're being like, why God? <laughs> if anything, our, our heart posture is a, a heart of thankfulness. After the fact, we get something. What would it look like if God didn't give us that something and we still had to be thankful in that? I think that's the biggest struggle. I mean, if you look at Philippians, and specifically 4, 4 through 7, it says rejoice in the Lord always. And a lot of this. Always rejoice. Yeah. Not just be like, okay, I'm going to rejoice when I want to. It's like, no, 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 no. This is the time to rejoice. Rejoice when you have your Chick-fil-A and when, when you, you don't, don't have, have your Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. When you're waiting for Ben to take your order and he's taking way too long with the guy before you. Or he's and talking after. to someone. Or he's like, talking Buddy, to some on, girl, right? and you're like, Ben, come on, you gotta go. Ben works at Chick Fil A. Yeah, he does. So, they're planning me. They're planning so, so, me. No, even, but even them, like, because I mean, the, the Israelites, they they ended up waiting, not very, not very well. Granted, like like Ellie was saying later, the next they, chapter. They wait better than us. Chapter. But yeah, they wait better than us, right? We don't, we can't make it to Chick Fil A. Like, there's there's multiple examples, right? I think, I think Satan. Like appeals to appeals to what we want uh, mm. to try to to try to like try to, to tempt a heart up. of hurry. Yeah, heart I, of hurry. I think that's a good. Like 
I mean, everyone has their own thing. It may be like, oh, I want the, I really want this job. I really want this job. So then you're not weighing on the Lord. I really, I really want this type of relationship. I really want this friendship. I really want this girlfriend. I really want this boyfriend. You don't see. I mean, I think, I think you just have to like. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, I think like, I think you have to, I mean, know what the Lord has in plan for you, right? Because we, because it's hard to, if you don't know there's an end, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to rejoice while you're waiting. If, that's a word. See, that's the thing. See, if, if you don't know your Chick Fil A sandwich is ever gonna come, you're gonna, you're gonna, it's almost impossible to be a real choice. Chick Fil A preaching. This but is, <laughs> this is not a denominational. <laughs> yeah, but like, but that's that's the whole thing, yeah. right? We because we as Christians, as Christ followers, we know there's, we know there's something coming. We know that God will fulfill it. Yeah. We know that. Now it's all just a matter of time. It's it's not even just the knowing; it's are we having faith in it? I, mm. Yeah. That's that, the thing. I think this stems from, like, what Willie said earlier, a heart of hurry, mm-hmm. where we're always just trying to go, 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 mm-hmm. go. And we do this even with, like, Bible stuff, at least for me. Like, I <coughs> will read a ridiculous amount of chapters one day, and then I'll be like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> like, I won't pray the rest of the day. So mm-hmm. we get this, like, just these weird little craziness, and we just keep going. And we just don't see that with Jesus ever. No. He's, he's, he's constantly waiting on the Lord. He's going at a very slow Methodical, well thought out pace. And then, if you look at the people, you know, the Lord has appointed throughout Scripture. You know, look at Paul. <clears throat> Paul says it even more fully. He says, "Don't be anxious, but in everything by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God." Like he says that he says, "Do not be anxious about anything." There's any. Do you know how hard it's to not be anxious about anything? Oh my goodness! It's like bro, I'll, I'll be you're honest. Telling me I'm leaving for college in like over a week. I would be, like, bro. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's like, oh my gosh, I can even confess. Like, if I'm going to a movie. And like, I, I love my wife so much, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, we're, we'll be, I, I, I'm so sorry, Spilling tea. <laughs> but it's like, you know, we'll be running a little late and it's fire, Jacqueline. And it's just like the previews are starting and she's like, no, no, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. I want to watch the previews. Like I'm anxious. <laughs> and it's like, but then I'm like, okay, but what am I doing while I'm waiting for her to get ready? Am I complaining or am I worshiping? Mm. And so I feel like in that moment I could choose the heart of worship or did they choose a heart of complaining? Because I know which one will be more pleasing to the Father. And we're called to please more the Father than we are to please man. Mm. Yeah. And please man, including ourselves. So I feel like if we just lean more towards of <coughs> the pleasing of the Father, then the pleasing of man becomes so minute where all you want nothing more every day of your life is to please God and praise God, even in the midst of, of waiting. I mean, then how do you fight against that, right? Like, yeah. you, like I mean... I mean, you. I, I, like I said, I listened to your. I listened to your episode just before coming here, and you talked about Ephesians six. Like, fight. You can fight our worldly desires with the armor of God. Yep. Like, if you don't have the armor of God, you're not going to be able. It's it's going to be harder to fight it, right? That's mm-hmm. how. I mean, you can. That way, you can fight it, and then that way, you can be able to rejoice in yeah. it. Yeah. And there's a book. There's a really good book and podcast called Ruthless Elimination of Hustle. Mm. I, I think it's hurry. This one is. I listen to it on two times speed. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah, anyways, how do you pay attention to that? Anyways, but they use a really good example of like, how do I just be patient and just trust in the Lord? And you see that in Jesus's life, because that's the whole point of this dis- disciplines and all those things mm-hmm. is to become more like Jesus, the perfect servant. 
you know what's funny I'm thinking about is do you feel like and I would love everyone's input on that do you feel like <coughs> we we lack the worshiping and the waiting is because we we there's a little bit of our hearts that depends we think we can depend on ourselves oh absolutely yeah, absolutely oh my gosh. and I think yeah yeah I totally I 100% agree and I think a big part of that comes from the culture we live in oh for, for like sure. years because we live in this like like the, the idea of American dream is it to like it's to become as rich as possible and work as much as possible and do all those things and you have to do that with speed mm-hmm. and that even as Christians that penetrates our churches that penetrates our heart and when we get into that thing we're not we're going to be very confused when Jesus like hears about Lazarus dying and being sick we're going to be like well, why did Jesus wait two days he didn't even start walking I keep thinking, like, I'm looking between two different things right now, but, like, you know the scripture, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Yeah. That, ta- that gets taken out of such context. Uh, Philippians 4.13, it's like, no, it's not like you can do it, it's him doing it through you. Like, you cannot do anything. Jesus says, apart from me, you, you can, can do, do nothing. 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 So it's like, I'm reading... Yeah, for real. Like, one of the things I'm looking at is some some notes from David Guzik, who's a theologian's commentary. And he's talking about uh, Isaiah 40, 31, and even a little bit of Isaiah 40, 30, um, about the youth shall faint and be weary. Like, he says, those who thought themselves strong find themselves weak. God's strength is reserved for those who know they are weak and know they have no might. So here's where it gets really interesting. David says, how do we receive the strength of the Lord based off those who wait in the Lord shall renew their strength? We receive it as we wait in the Lord. The idea behind wait on the Lord is not a passive sitting around until the Lord does something. Yes, God gives us strength, but we don't expect it to come as if he were pouring it into us as we sit passively. He brings it to us as we seek him and rely on him instead of our own strength. If we are weak, it is because we do not wait on the Lord. Like, yeah, what are you going to say? If we don't see it, it's going to stand. But it's like, it's the... It's like, what are you doing while 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 sitting sitting still? What are you doing while like, are you seeking him? Are you relying on him? Are you going to the word? Are you praying? All all these things. You're going to church. Are you having fellowship? Are you building relationships? Are you talking to your parents? Are you are you doing these things? And the reason it's so imperative about these things, the number one thing that people forget to do in those things is have faith in God in those things that He could work through them even while you're waiting. So I I just pulled this thing up, um, and it, it was two. Don't know who they're from, but cool, 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 cool. Because that's how I roll. They're from me. I <coughs> just say that. It says, <laughs> it says, wait with simplicity of soul, and wait with prayer. Hmm. And I like the idea of waiting with simplicity, hmm. because I think we get to overcomplicate waiting. So much. And don't get me wrong. Myself. We need to be worshiping while we're waiting and doing all of these things. And, and waiting can take years, years and years and years. And, I, and that's, that's, I think, I think here, here's something that, like, I think we struggle in. It's the pride of, well, I want it now. Mm. Like, why can't it happen now for me? Why does it happen for that person, but it won't happen for me? And God's like, why can't you just trust in me? 
why can't you really know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you? Like why? And I think the thing is that I think I love is even the desires of our hearts, which the Lord gives the desires of our hearts, if it, especially when lining up with his will in our lives, it takes time. It takes time for those desires to be fulfilled. I mean, like, I, I'm going to be really cheesy here for a moment. I, I remember when, and I think Ben probably knows a little bit of the story, but I remember when I was really waiting on the Lord for my wife. I remember going to Disney and walking out of Disney, really being like, okay, Lord, like, I'm waiting, like, I'm trusting on you, I'm, I'm seeking you. And the Lord reminded me, well, then just keep seeking me, and I promise you. So I feel like it's having faith in the promise that he is faithful to, to who he is and what he's done and what he can do. I think that's often the hard thing to see and to trust in the waiting process is like, he who started a good work will finish it. But he who started a good work in you, and especially desires of, of his glory, which is like, of his, which one of my desires of his glory was to have a wife and to love that wife. Which he is was the faithful to. Of marriage, literally, right? like, like it's, it's to show, it's to show Jesus, it's to show God's glory. Paul and makes so, it very clear. So clear. Marriage. I know we can get. Into, that's a whole other topic I could talk about. Ellie podcast next. Um, I'm one. 17. I'm not talking about marriage on my podcast. Hey guys, um, people at their ages, they don't understand. Uh, no, I'm kidding. So I, I do think though that one of the things is just really like, I, I really think it's just how we are in the waiting. I mean, we, I really, I don't think there's anything crazy to it. I don't think there's anything that needs to be further explained about. It. It's just how are we responding what, in the waiting? So I, I'm just curious, what is the best way to help change my heart approach. Prayer. What is something I can like legit do on a, let's say, daily basis mm-hmm. to help slowly change my heart approach? I mean, I think I think it's prayer because you can be constant in prayer. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really love worship too. I, I get a lot of spiritual, I don't, don't know what to call it, but like, I get filled up by worship. Mm-hmm. But like, I like, I'll be honest. Like I haven't been, recently, like in the past few months, I haven't been praying much. But then, like recently, I've been, like, like in the last few weeks, I've been like, okay, I need to pray a, a lot more to you, God. I need, mm. I need. So I feel like it's more like we talked about, like, give me strength, Lord. Mm. Uh, because before, like, there's been times all in my past where I was not waiting on the Lord. Uh, I was like just going out, doing, and I would sometimes say like, yeah, I'm waiting on the Lord for this one area, right? It's not just one area of your life; mm. it's your whole life. Yeah. And I mean, even more, even more recently, even I say I wait on the Lord, but I wait on the Lord. But I say, hey, as long as it's by this date and this time, mm. that's that's not it's it. It's like either. giving him a time frame. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I was thinking about that. It's not. Yeah. It's not about. <laughs> so we're we are so insignificantly small. Think about trying to think about take a second. Take a second to think about eternity, and we say, yeah, you're on our time. No, God's. You're on, we're on God's so, time, so. So how do I fix that? My heart continues to run, and like, yeah, I'm praying, but my heart continues to believe in this, like, hurry, hurry, I, hurry. I think I two go. big things. I think I'm two freaking big out because there's 600 yeah. chariots coming at me. In and, the I think, two, and I think, yeah. sorry, and I think, sorry, and I think that, um, <laughs> like, like I was saying, like, yes, it's actively, I mean, I think one of you were talking about earlier, it's like actively seeking the Lord, and I, I find that through prayer, right, because 
I, before I wasn't really in prayer, and then I was like, for some reason, not being able to wait on the Lord, yeah. right? But now it's a lot easier to wait on the Lord when I'm actively seeking Him and asking Him to give me strength. I, I do think there's there's two big ones, and this is in personal. Prayer is a big one, being so prayer-dependent. Yeah. I mean, Scripture literally says, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. So it's like in your prayer, being like, God, thank you for this, thank you for that. But being genuine about it, not being like, God, thank you for this T-shirt. I mean, you, you could be, the, but it's like... Thank you for this day. But it's like That's even like... But being genuine, <laughs> like... It's being like genuine, like Lord, thank you that you woke me up today. You chose to woke me. Like you literally. So it's like I think one of the things is like it's being so prayer dependent and and praying in faith. But I think it's the word. Because I think the word really shows us like oh man, it just yeah. It testifies evidence of what it means to wait on the Lord. And and you see it. You see the yeah. the, the fruit of what it means and what it looks like to wait on the Lord. And also to read the word, you have to slow down. Mm-hmm. It's written like the way you can't read five chapters at two times speed. The way they, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like the way it's written is meant to be meditation literature. Yeah. You're meant to be like that's the fancy word for it to make me sound smart. I'm not that smart, but the way it's written is to where you have to reread it yeah. again and again. And I know it's super boring when you have to reread Leviticus again and again and again and continue to read, to read about like <laughs> continuing <laughs> these like. Question old school sacrifices and all that but but when you continue to dig down you find these like different stuff it's humbling too and it's very humbling i mean it shows us that like man we we really suck as humans i also want to add truly way there's two other ways i want to add as well that have helped me in the past one is keeping sabbath serious Mm -hmm. it's it's really humbling to not do your work that you need to get done on on a sunday or saturday When you're like, I, I, got, I got homework to do, but I'm not going to do it because it's I'm taking this day yeah. seriously. I'm treating this day like holy. Does that mean do your homework that you need to do? Yeah, like, uh, kids, do your homework, see? Just get it done. But no, if it comes uh, down to it and it's Sunday and I haven't done my homework, I would rather get a late grade than turn in my – than do homework on this He app. said, I put Jesus before my grades. Facts. Uh, and no. we don't do that as a culture. Uh, no, we don't. That's a whole, be a whole other topic. The um, other one that I've, has helped me in the past is just – Silence and solitude. Sitting in a chair, and I'm terrible at this, so I'm, I'm speaking semi-hypocritically right now. But You're speaking to yourself. I'm owning it. Is sitting and just being quiet for, for like not just like five minutes or ten minutes, but like 20, 30 minutes. And it's the most anxious thing that I've ever done. But at a certain point, you get past your anxieties, and you reach just this moment and I think the ultimate and it creates a joy that's inside that inspires worship. And I think I think one of the biggest things that you said was it creates this peace, and we have to recognize that all of that peace and that leading to joy and leading to worship, our waiting should be of God glorifying. Mm-hmm. So it's like <clears throat> in the midst of our wait, I mean everything in our lives. Uh, first, let me pull it up. First Corinthians, yeah, it's First Corinthians. Um, literally, someone just texted me recently about it. Um, I'm going to pull it up. I'm not calling it out. So whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Yeah. Like, whatever you do. Like, we, we hear that, and we're like, oh, my gosh, like, do whatever. Like, do whatever. Like, what do you mean, do whatever? Whatever you <laughs> do. Like, if I were to pick up this Bible 
and I put it on the ground, am I doing it for the glory of God, or am I doing it to just sound good and feel good? Mm. So it's like, it has to be to a point of, and it takes, we're never going to get perfect at it, but it's the more we do it earnestly. Yeah, what it's doing it earnestly and honestly and humbling, being like, Lord, I don't know what to do, but apart from you, I can do nothing. So help me glorify you with everything that I do, yeah. with all my heart. I mean, the, the scripture says in Matthew, Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. That includes whatever we do should glorify God and our love for him. Late he's too. being <laughs> impatient and he's not waiting continually. Ooh. Go ahead and phrase it away right now while I talk. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's stressed right now. Yeah. You know. I'm not stressed. I'm fine. Um, something that no one's gonna Bailey, listen. you said um, with that, what was it? Talking about the movie theater, waiting for your wife to get ready for the movie theater, and about while you're waiting and you're anxious about the commercials, you're just you're sitting there and you're worshiping. And I think that something to bring it back to is just it's not just worshiping and waiting. It's Dependent when I'm when I'm when I'm waiting, but it's being worship dependent in my life and how I yeah. live my life. And, 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 that, and that brings a more to back to like the heart, right? Because it's not it's not a checklist. You have to like, okay, I'm waiting this moment. I need to yep. do this, this, and this. No, it's sometimes you'll when the waiting you'll pray. Sometimes you'll worship. Sometimes you'll do both. Sometimes, right? You'll read, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you'll read. So it's it's just a lot of it is just like all of it is just where your heart's at. But you're also Sit in silence, treat the Sabbath as holy, and keep all of his all of his commandments, so that we can get back to that softened heart where we can rejoice and worship consistently when we're having to wait, but when we're also not having to wait, we're having to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Any final thoughts? I would just I would just challenge people to what are you doing in the waiting? Mm-hmm. What are what are you doing while waiting on the Lord? just being like well I'm doing this 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 it's like no 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 what are you doing in your heart while waiting on the say, Lord are you are you waiting on the Lord that's a good question um, are you trusting in the waiting um, but I, I mean like 
I think it's it's being in the constant reminder that he's got it more than we can ever think yeah. we do. Hmm. I think I, I really think that, and knowing that in the midst of we feel like what we do is enough, he's always going to do more than enough. So it's seeking yeah. after what's more than enough than what we can do because we we're incomparably um, inconsistent to live a life according to the calling, um, and he's more committed to our life and living our life according to the calling than we could ever think or imagine. I guess my last thought um, is, frankly, just continue to pursue Jesus, trust in him, wait for him. He'll, even if there are 600 chariots mm-hmm. coming at you, stand like still. Mm-hmm. Bro, they're, li- they're back. I have a bell now. It's okay. Uh, ben, anything else? Yeah, I think... I think it's, I mean, Bailey, every kind of wants like this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I thought you were, okay. you finished, and I was like, all right. Next okay. person. <laughs> um, but I think. <laughs> Fine, you go, go, go. Just get it out. No, just, just wait on Jesus, and Facts. yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, can attest. 10 out of 10, would do it again. I mean, I think it's all about where your heart's at, right? We've talked about that a lot. I mean, so. Just challenging you, challenging whoever's listening, challenging us even, challenging yeah, myself. I'm so like, bad at waiting. <laughs> same, yeah, we're not per, we're not great at this I'm, either. I'm sitting here in the middle of the podcast asking Ellie how much longer so I can go to a leadership <laughs> conference. No, we can say like, that. Like, <laughs> like, I'm terrible at waiting, but nonetheless, there's yeah. grace. Yeah, I mean that's hallelujah. That's why that's why because of Jesus we can we can do this, right? So, I mean, where is your heart at? Mm-hmm. That's the real question. Okay, cool. Thank you all for listening. This is officially our longest episode on the podcast. Come on. Sorry, Jake, but you do so. I'm on this episode too. Let's go. Jake talked most of the time. It's okay. I'm recording another episode tomorrow that you're not in, so we'll see if they can top it. Dang it. Um, (laughs) Who knows? Honestly, I don't know. You're right. Jack is pretty long. And also, Kevin. (laughs) I feel like. I'm sorry for my listeners right now. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. Have a good day. Bye-bye.